Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Confessions of a Server podcast. I'm your host, Quaylen Harris, the mind behind Confessions of a Server, where you can find me on Facebook by searching Confessions of a Server or on Instagram, Confessions of underscore a server. Or you can also find me on my rebranded YouTube page, Q Harris 8. It used to be called Confessions of a Server, but I've chosen to rebrand it to go along with my general comedy uh, name, Q Harris 8 my TikTok and my other Instagram page, but I still have my old serving videos up there and I will continue to post server content along with other general, funny, uh, relatable content. So Q Harris 8 on YouTube, you can still find my videos like Don't Be a Karen and my what are my favorite videos, the Ask a Server videos that I created a few years ago. This should be a fun podcast. I'm going to get into relationships and dating in a restaurant. Now, if you've been rocking with me for a while, you know that I am a firm believer of not dating in a restaurant. I personally will not do it. I know there's been a lot, and I've had a lot of coworkers who have had very successful relationships that have started in a restaurant in the kitchen in the back doing whatever. But for me, it's not my cup of tea. I am just one who will, I I will never ever anymore date in a restaurant. I have before, and I will get into those stories later on, but it's just not my thing. Um, So yeah, with that being said, let's go on and hop into this mini rant. Dear dating coworkers, it's so cute and adorable that you were able to find love working together in a restaurant. You were able to find love in a hopeless place like Rihanna would say. But do us all a favor and keep your relationship drama at home, please. Stop coming into work pissed off at each other and making things awkward for your coworkers. There's been so many times where I've come into work in the greatest mood ever, only to have it ruined by 
Co-workers who are dating who are arguing over dumb shit that happened at home. I don't want to hear about your arguments over who didn't take the trash out last night. I don't care if you are mad at your significant other for eating your leftovers. Yes, that is a reason to get mad, but you don't have to bring that drama into work. So the next time you and your significant other come into work or are heading to work, mad arguing in the car over something stupid that happened, keep your coworkers in mind. Remember how much we don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Thank you. This message that I'm about to read is what sparked the idea to have this podcast episode. The message reads, hi, Longtime follower, and I love your content. Thank you so much for everything that you do for the restaurant community and building up all of our confidence. Since I've been following you, I've always heard you say that you will not date in a in you. Oh, sorry, you will not date a coworker. Why is that? Me and my husband met six years ago in our restaurant. We've been married for three, and we have a beautiful baby boy. We have the perfect relationship and it's the best thing to ever happen to me. So I was wondering why you feel you couldn't find the same. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for getting me through some rough times over the last couple of years with your comedy and your relatable content. Thanks so much. And then it has her name. So this is my thing. Like I said earlier in my opening, I understand that people can find love in a hopeless place, which is a restaurant, because restaurants are hopeless. I'm sorry, but they are. <laughs> people can find love in a restaurant, and that is beautiful. It seriously is one of the most beautiful things ever when you can go into work not knowing what the day-to-day -day is going to bring and you stumbled upon the man or woman of your dreams, and now you live happily ever after. But I don't think that that's going to happen for me. <laughs> I have hooked up with coworkers. I have dated coworkers. I am not 100% against dating a coworker. If someone comes in, I hit it off with them and everything's going well, yes, maybe I will try again. But from my past experiences and also what I have seen from other coworkers who have dated, I don't want to deal with that drama. <laughs> like I said, I've, I've hooked up with coworkers and the problem with that is unless y'all are on the same page and you know, hey, this is just hookups. There ain't going to be nothing further. We just get drunk at the end of the shift. I need someone to cuddle with. You come over, blah, 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 blah. It's going to cause drama because someone's going to catch feelings. Someone's going to get mad if the other person is talking to another or flirting with another coworker and it's going to cause drama. And I've been there and I hate it. And I've, I've been... I've been the one who was jealous 
And I've been the one who was just like, ah, it was nothing. And then the other person was just, it's, it's been there. We've done that. We've all been there to some point. I don't want to deal with that. So I, I will not hook up with a coworker anymore. I've also dated a coworker. And the last time I dated a coworker is the reason why I will never date a coworker ever again. And I'm not saying like we were officially boyfriend and girlfriend. No, we weren't on that level yet, but we were going to the movies. We were texting every day. We were going over to each other's house, having dinner, hanging out, playing games, doing stuff like that. We were leaving work together. We were coming to work together. We worked the same shift, stuff like that. When it didn't ha- when it didn't work out, she one decided she wanted to go on and have sex with half the staff. But not only that, she wanted to turn everyone against me and try to get me fired, try to get me like the other people. I had dishwashers calling me fat and chunky boy and shit like that because that's who she was dating at the time. One of my coworkers who was like, my boy stopped talking to me because they went out on Valentine's Day and she tried to turn her him against me. Uh, y'all remember the story about my manager who was using racial slurs towards me? Yeah, it was from that girl. So after everything, I dealt with her after we dated. The tension that would be between us not even like I was cool. I never responded because I knew that if I did, I would be the bad guy. I had to eat my, I had to eat, I had to swallow my pride. I had to eat my words and she would just continually talk shit about everyone else. And because those guys wanted to seem like they're the big macho man, the knight in shining armor, her Prince charming, they would come at me and talk shit about me. And I'm like, bro, your girl's crazy been there, done that. Like, and even like my female coworkers would say that as well. Yeah. We saw her crazy. Well then why didn't you tell me she was this crazy? (laughs) Y'all can snip that out before men can. Why don't you tell us that she was crazy? (laughs) But that is the reason why she is the reason why I will not date coworkers ever again. In my opinion, you know, I've had coworkers who have approached me like, yo, I want to date you. And I felt bad because I've had to tell them, like, look, you are a very attractive woman, but I just, I, I can't put myself through that drama and that tension that I had with other coworker. Now, if you are in a relationship with a coworker, y'all are dating, perfect, fine. But just like I said in my mini rant, keep all your drama at home, please. Because I've been around so many coworkers who I've dated and their drama affects the entire staff. And this is another reason why I won't date a coworker because I see the drama that goes on with others. I see how y'all can bring in your drama at home into a workplace and just screw up an entire shift. Y'all don't understand that sometimes what's going on between you two 
affects everyone else. And I never want to be that person where I'm in an argument with my significant other and it's affecting my coworkers and their jobs and them making money and stuff. So that's another reason why. And for those who are in relationships, remember one thing. When people argue, you say some of the dumbest things ever. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about like in a relationship uh, where you work together. I'm talking about like all the time. Like people try to make statements and and facts and whatever. And you say some of the dumbest things. And if you work with a coworker like me and you are arguing with your significant other in the kitchen, in the office or whatever, and I overhear you say something dumb, you're never going to live that down. Bet money on that. I had two coworkers, some of my favorite coworkers I've ever worked with, Mel and Gary. I don't know if I'm supposed to say their names, whatever, they're cool. They know I'm not going to talk ill will about them, but they got into one argument that I will never forget. I, I don't remember why they were arguing. Don't remember what sparked it, but I remember the one shining moment of their argument where, where Mel ended the entire thing where she, I was bartending and she was coming behind the bar. And as she's coming behind the bar from arguing with Gary, she says, well, why don't you call your mother to come and pick you up? And then she walks over to me and she's like, I don't know why I said that his mother doesn't have a car. <laughs> so from that point on, every time they argued, Quaylen, the a-hole that he is, at some point during their argument, you will hear me say, yeah, and why don't you call your mother to come and pick you up and take you home? <laughs> It's just like I said, they're great people, but that would always probably like cut the tension of the argument or end the argument right there where they would both start laughing. Gary would like come up to me like, you asshole, why did you say something like that? Like just start laughing and messing with me and stuff like that. But you guys, when you argue, you say some of the dumbest shit ever. So remember that. Now, I think there should be some rules on coworkers dating. First rule, they should not be allowed to work the same shift. I'm sorry. I know that might be easier for you two. You'll be able to spend more time together if you're not working the same shift and things like that. But you two are not the only ones working here. And we need to, just like I always said, we need to take in consideration everyone else who is working. So to get rid of some of the drama of coworkers working together, just don't schedule them together. And even if one still comes in mad at the other for whatever happened, at least they're not going to continue to be pissed off by looking and seeing the other one working together. So I think coworkers who are dating should not be able to work together. But if they do and they bring drama into the workplace, my solution is this. Everyone else we should be able to do some kind of like couples court where we hear each side on what the argument is about, what's going on, and then we get to vote who's right and who's wrong. If you're going to involve me 
and you're drowning, I'm going to have to hear y'all complain about it. I should be able to have some say in it. Why I'm nosy and I just want to be able to say who's right and who's wrong. And whatever the verdict is, whoever gets the most votes, that's who wins. And boom, that's the end of the argument right then and there inside of that restaurant. I think that these are two really good. <laughs> these are two really good solutions for people who work in or who work with their coworker or date their coworkers. So if I had these rules where I work, then maybe I would date a coworker. But I know that that'll never happen. If I ever have my own restaurant, though, I'm definitely going to implement the couple's court. Story slash confession time. And this has to deal with the last girl that I dated in the workplace. Um, this is pretty much the last time I ever tried I ever spoke to her. Little backstory, her and my manager, they tried to get me fired a couple times, actually. They were unsuccessful because I was not doing anything to get fired, but she thought if she could just cry and make up stories that I would get fired. It never happened. But once I figured out that was going on, I went from Quaylen, who's going to be professional, try to make working here work, no tension at all, to petty Quaylen. The Quaylen that you don't want to work with because I'm a petty asshole when I want to be, and I'll do it with a smile on my face and not have any thoughts or any um, regrets to what I am doing. So me, her, and one of my other favorite coworkers, we were working on lunch together. There is supposed to be a big holiday party coming in. I hate taking parties. I do. Unless I'm like by myself, I hate splitting parties just because it gets so confusing, so complicated, whatever. This party comes in, they're going to give it to to the to my coworkers, the one I dated and one of my favorite coworkers. Then I saw the gentleman who came in and I knew who he was, his company and how well they take care of their servers. And I said I didn't want to be on this, but I know the guy. I knew I went to college with the guy. I've served his parties before at other restaurants. So I'm like, okay, that's going to be some good money. But I'm like, damn it, I'm not on the party. I need to find some way to get the girl that I dated kicked off of this party so I can be on it, so I can make this money. <laughs> Petty Quaylen has come to play. So he gets there. He's like 30 minutes before uh, the rest of the company shows up. So I go over there, he's sitting at his bar, and I'm just talking to him, shooting the shit, you know? It's a slow day. There's like no tables in the restaurant at all. So I'm just over there talking to him, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, I see my manager coming. So I'm like, oh, all right, well, I got to go because my manager's coming. Got to go take care of my tables. And I heard him like, oh, aren't you going to take care of us? Aren't you taking care of our party? I'm a master manipulator. So I waited until my manager got a little bit closer. I'm like, ah, I'm not the one who's on the party, but 
if my manager would let me, I would love to take care of (laughs) y'all. And everyone knew the tension between me and the girl that I was, that I used to date. Everyone knew it. So my manager overheard, she was like, yeah, for sure. We can put you on a party. We'll just take so-and-so off of it. (laughs) So this party was super easy. Just like I said, I've taken care of them before. And me and uh, one of my favorite coworkers, we both made about $200 each off of that party, off that just that one party. I think that lunch shift, I made like $300 total because we were still getting other tables and stuff and it kind of picked up a little bit. Yeah, so I hear the other girl who got taken off, she's like slamming stuff in the back. And once she heard how much that we made, she like started crying and... She's throwing her little fit in the back and everything. And she comes up to me. She's like, you're such an asshole. You know, I was supposed to be on that party. I need bill. I need money to pay my bills. And now I'm going to be late on them. And you took money away from me. Blah, 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 blah. She's like crying. And I just look at her and I said, yeah, you weren't thinking about my bills and everything that I had to take care of and pay for when you were trying to get me fired. So why the fuck would I think about yours? And I walked away. That's the last thing I ever said to her. As I'm walking away, I had a cook who was my boy. He was a big instigator. And I just hear him like, oh, shit, Q. Oh, shit. (laughs) And then my coworker was on the party with us. I hear her say, well, I'm glad that he likes me because that's $200 extra in my pocket. And she walks out the kitchen as well. Oh, that's the last time I ever spoke any words to her. Eventually, they both, well, she left and then my manager got fired after the incident that I said before about the racial slurs and stuff like that. But yeah, Petty Quaylen showed up that day and made like $300 for lunch. And I am not mad at it at all. All right, I'm going to go on and wrap up the episode right there. Moral of the episode, what I want you to take from this, if you are a dating couple in a restaurant, make sure you think about your coworkers. We don't want to hear y'all argue. We don't want to hear about your drama. Be that cool couple that you invite everyone over all the time to hang out and drink and stuff like that. Be that couple. Don't be the toxic couple, all right? My DMs are always open. Facebook, Confessions of a Server. Instagram, Confessions of underscore a server. And you can email me, confessionsofaserver at gmail.com. Please make sure you are like and subscribed on whichever platform you are listening to this to. And I appreciate you for listening to this week's episode of Confessions of a Server podcast. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Peace out.